Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is January 21st, 2015. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about uh, exchange traded notes. Yeah, the, you know there seems to be a big blanket thrown over the industry. People just talk about ETFs all the time but there's, there's ETFs and ETFs ends right and we don't really want to confuse people but there are some differences that you need to know yeah so when exchange traded products started i think that's a better way to refer mm-hmm. to them yeah. etfs were the only game in town we had spy that was the first was, etf right long time ago right that was uh, uh, about 20 years ago i think it was 94 yeah. when it first came out and then diamonds came out it took a while to catch that. on but uh and then there was nothing right but yeah. as more and more of these products have come out um, they've evolved a little bit, and ETNs are definitely one of those uh, evolutions of yeah. the ETF. But we wanted to flip on the mic uh, this afternoon because uh, it, it came up in our conversation in our morning meeting today, that talking about ETNs. See, they, they sound the same, they look the same, but they're not the same. Both ETFs, exchange-traded funds, and ETNs, exchange-traded notes, they both trade. They both track an underlying index, and they both tend to have lower expense ratios than an actively managed fund, and they both trade on an exchange. That's more or less where their similarities end, though. Right. And the differences begin. Yeah. So, and with an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, you're buying a basket of securities that tracks an index. Right. And that basket of securities is legally separate from the company that manages the index. So when we talk about um, an investment, in an, like an ETF, say, IDU, that's the iShares Utility right. ETF. iShares is the managing company. Right. They're the sponsor. Yeah. But they don't actually own the investments that your money's going into. They're just the sponsor. Right. So... The important thing to take away from here is that the parent company, if they cease to exist, investors are still going to own the assets in the fund. Right. Yeah. So even if uh, something were to happen to, say, iShares or some of the other ETF providers, if they were to go away, you as an investor would still own that basket of different common stocks. Right. And a new managing company would probably take step over the fund. In, step into the fray. Yes, that happens. Yeah, but let's talk a little bit about ETNs. Right, they are different in the sense that they're unsecured debt securities. They're, right. they're bonds, I mean, yeah. just in layman's terms there. I, I got to tell you, after about 30 years in the business, as soon as I see the word unsecured, I usually stop reading because that just tells me that we're going to be on the hook. There's going to be a lot more risk. So uh, an exchange-traded note is an unsecured debt security. ETNs are issued by a financial institution, and they have a maturity date like bonds do. Right. So it's probably like 40 or 50 years out in the future. But they eventually this thing's going to come due, and when it does mature, it's just going to release the assets that are in the trust. Right. That, That... that own the underlying investments. In in the meantime, the company promises to pay investors the return of whatever the underlying index is. So, 
kind of, like we said, kind of similar to ETFs. You're going to get paid on whatever the underlying index is doing, but it's in a different manner than right. actually owning yeah. the basket of stocks like an ETF. You're, right. You have a promissory note from a financial institution in this. And what we've learned over time is that, uh, you know, the first question you'd ask is, why, why in the world would a company a financial company get mixed up in, in doing these ETNs when they could just buy baskets of stocks. But ETNs usually invest in some uh, different types of investments. You know, you're not going to find like an S&P type of yeah. uh, ETN when you could just buy the S&P. Yeah. So they get involved in some different kinds of investments. Right. They look to provide access to, to different areas of the market, like you said. So we're, we're talking about... Uh, emerging markets, commodities are a big uh, ETN right, right. space, foreign currencies, right. and uh, even market volatility, uh, if you're familiar with the VIX, sure. that's, that's a, you know, an oh. ETN. Yeah, a lot of them are structured as ETNs. Yeah. So the, I think the biggest difference that we want to convey to people is that when you get involved with an exchange-traded note, an ETN, you're not only subject to the market risk, you know, the ups and downs of what happens in the market, but you're also now absorbing credit risk of the issuer. Right. So if the issuing company uh, defaults or goes bankrupt, you're going to get in line with all the other creditors of, of the company. And as an unsecured debt holder, you're not near the front of the line, no. uh, to put it you, simply. You're definitely not. And so... Uh, you know, what's the odds of something like this happening, you know, with a financial company going bankrupt or defaulting? When would that hey, ever uh, happen? It sounds unlikely, but um, it did you know, it's probably sounded more unlikely before 2008. We saw it happen with uh, Lehman Brothers. Right. So it's just a, a pretty good example to walk through quickly. Yeah. So you, you need to be aware of this. Uh, fortunately for uh, several of the exchange-traded notes, but not all of them, uh, Barclays wound up picking up a lot of the assets of Lehman Brothers after they went through their reorganization. And so Barclays wound up picking up a lot of these issues uh, from Lehman Brothers. In fact, uh, one of them that we cite quote, uh, quite frequently, AGG, mm -hmm. uh, is now known as the Barclays uh, Bond Index the uh, the aggregate of the of the bond market, right. but it used to be called the Lehman Brothers yeah. uh, bond index. Uh, so you know, the, I think the the main message is today that there's nothing wrong with ETNs. There's nothing wrong with ETFs. Uh, we're not saying one's better or worse than the other. Both have a place in the investor's portfolio in the right type of allocation. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and also it's just really really crucial that investors know what they own and knowing what you own means understanding the investments and how they function because yeah. as you can see underneath the surface of these two exchange traded products with a lot of similarities there are also some major differences that people need to you know understand before they get involved yeah that's a big deal and, and you know when we do talk about these different securities it's important to know that none of the securities that we mentioned in this podcast or in any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management and this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or to sell any of the securities that we happen to mention here 
Uh, more importantly, though, if you're relying on only a podcast for your investment advice, we think you might be making a mistake. And so we strongly urge all of our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before they make a decision to buy or to sell anything. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. You can pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000. Or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay. That's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new podcast, and thanks for listening.